Dan, lovely to see you as always. We're sitting in the Bramley Moor pub just over the road from the Bramley Moor site. Since you were last here, tell us about the progress that's been made. <laughs> well, I, I've just had a big smile on my face all, all morning long because last time I was here, the cores were there, and so you did get a sense of sort of where the stadium was, but now you can feel how the stadium is and, and, and the intimacy of it and the steepness of the rake and all of those things. It's, it's really, it's amazing. Is it emotional for you, Dan? Yeah, it's emotional. Um, it's also always a little embarrassing because it seems like it, it, it was an idea that I've thought about for a long time, but when you see how many people come together and the, and the logistics of it and the, the investment of it and of time and people and uh, the entire effort, it, it's, it's a little embarrassing that, um, it, that you feel like you've lit this fire and, you know, it's out of control. <laughs> is, is it also a feeling of relief as well when you come down here and you see the progress and you see it looking like it is? Because we don't want you to turn the corner and go, oh, it's not supposed to be like that. Yeah, it, it, it's, um, I don't know about relief. I think it's more about, um, it, it, it makes you just, it's, it's kind of a giddy feeling that, wow, it really is here. And um, we've talked a lot about that. I think even we, having measured it and studied it so long, um, we're concerned about, is it really going to fit? You know, it's a very unusual site. And, and it was hard to tell when it was still a dock that what is it going to look like when it's filled in and, and how does the stadium really sit on the site? And so all of those worries kind of go away. I guess there's the relief that you're talking about, that it really does fit here. And not only does it fit, but it, it really feels so tight and intimate with a lot of area around the site that I think are going to be incredible fan areas. And um, it, it, it really is just kind of shocking to see it all start to come up. Colin, it's difficult to believe that just over 12 months ago, that literally was Bramley Moor Dock, full of water. There have been so many highlights along the way. Can you pick one or two? Filling in the dock, you know, the compaction of it completely. We've actually turned what was, you know, water into solid land. Um, you know, the piles, 2,000, over 2,800 piles. Um, and they've all gone in as planned, you know, and again, testament to all the guys who carried out those pre-installation surveys. They knew exactly what they were, where they were going to put them and, what, and how they were going to place them as well. So... Um, for me, that was a standout moment. You've lived Bramley Moor for, for a number of years now, but do you still get the wow factor when you come down? I mean, it, it's, it's terrific for Dan to come down here. He hasn't been here for a while, and wow, do you still get that? Yeah, there's, you know, there's just no getting away from when you visit sites and just the sheer scale of everything, um, how busy it is, the purpose people do things. You know, you, the guys on site, they know exactly what they're doing, what they've got to achieve. And they just get on with it, you know, rain, sunshine. They just know exactly what they've got to do. Um, and for me, it's not just the actual building, but it's the whole, you know, prelude to, to completion. There's a there's a wealth of knowledge, expertise, skill. Um, you know, it's just, that for me, that's a real wealth factor. It's funny. It's true. The guys on site, they, like I'm walking around like I'm a I'm a kid in a candy store or a toy store, and these guys are all just bustling along, yeah. doing their job and building a stadium. And that's the part that's a little embarrassing. That <laughs> it, it, I feel so spoiled that all of these people are working so hard to realize it and just doing their job. There is a wow factor. There are plenty more wow factors to come. And I absolutely loved 
the fact that this concept started off as a doodle on a napkin. Seem a long time ago? Yeah, it, it does seem like a long time ago, but, um, but it, we're really fortunate that's one of those things that everyone sort of recognized it in that doodle and the early models. And, um, you know, often a project this complex can go through all kinds of iterations. And, and we, we studied things along the ways that maybe it has to turn the other way. Maybe we have to take off a deck and, and do it another way, but it survived that. And, and that's an incredible thing that the doodle really has grown up to be the stadium that we're building and, and it's there. Were you literally sitting out somewhere and the idea came to your head and you thought, I've got to get this down right now. <laughs> Who's in a pub? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again. it does it does happen that way a little bit. I mean, I, again, it, it's, it seems a little um, incredible because I, I often will say that it's not, it's not something I think of and then I draw. It's usually that I'm kind of sketching and I see it out of the corner of my eye. And so it's more like catching the sketch than it is producing the sketch. And, but obviously it's growing out of a lot of inspiration about the dock and the water and, and the wave of fans and um, how important it was to, to try and draw the intimacy of Goodison. All of those things are kicking around as I'm starting that scribble. And so it does kind of grow out, but, but it feels a little magical. Let me just ask you quickly about the South Stand. The, the, the Evertonians absolutely loved the concept of the South Stand. Mm. How important was it for you to get their seal of approval on that? Well, I, we were just talking about it a little while ago. I, I've never had a project where <laughs> I've had, I don't know, 60,000 consultants. You know, <laughs> and, uh, and everyone was interested in that, in, in, in making sure that there was the ability to have the fans right on top of the pitch. And, um, and as close as possible and, and as noisy as possible and making sure that we didn't end up with a big, shiny stadium, no matter how pretty it might be, if it wasn't affecting and, and, and engaging the fans in the way Goodison does, it wasn't going to be valuable uh, to these fans. So, yeah, I've had a lot of input along the way. You mentioned the, the, the workforce before, Colin. As the project director, what's it like for you to lead what is basically a, an army of workers? It's a real pleasure. Um, I get up every morning and I've got a thousand things and I've got to try and do in that day. And you, you've always got, um, you know, purpose in your day. Um, but for me, you know, it's about, there's going to be 1,300 people there at one stage, mm. all working in a coordinated, complex manner. Um, and it's really important that, you know, the guys enjoy the job as much as we think they should, um, because we do. Um, but again, it's about the welfare of these guys. We want to make sure that you know they go to work, do a decent day's work for the decent day's pay, naturally, but go home safely. And you know, that's really important that we try to, to maintain those um, quality standards that you know we've we've asked our contractors to deliver for us. We're bang on schedule with the whole project. What are the next milestones that we can look forward to? Um, roof trusses. You know, mm. I think probably within the next four weeks, we'll start to see the roof trusses being assembled. Back to being nervous again, are we, Dan? <laughs> yeah. Wow. But again, we talk about, we looked at cable net roofing systems yeah. and, you know, and, and in fairness to, you know, to Dan, the whole design concept is pretty well still bob on. We have design development where the builders, you know, might put a tilt on it to make it easier to put together. But in general terms, the roof trusses aren't as per your yeah. design, the cords. It's very early models. Yeah, and yeah. 
you know, but for me, they're going to be a really big um, milestone, a visible one, not just, you know, on the ground. We have to build them on the ground and lift them into position. Um, but the plan that goes into those, you know, lifts is, is astronomical. Temporary work structures that, you know, cost hundreds of thousands of pounds in themselves that are going to just hold it in place whilst it's bolted and welded and then it's going to be removed. Um, you know, these are just the temporary works are significant enough on their own mm. without the actual trusses being there. So, um, but then once they're lifted into place, people are going to start getting a real sense of the size of the whole building from over the wall. Do you sleep well the night before these things are put into place? Um, <laughs> I've got to say, yeah, because, you know, the board would worry otherwise. <laughs> but do you know what? You mull it over in your mind. and You, you must do. Do you know what? It's funny, really, because I'm listening to Dan talk, and he talks about, you know, having a concept and an idea. I think in pictures, but in a different way to the way Dan does. You know, he's imagining something. Whereas I'm actually reflecting what it should like as per the drawing. And, you know, I look at things in straight lines and, you know, whereas Dan probably wants to put a curve in there, which are always expensive. So, <laughs> so I'm, you know, there's a, there's a sort of similar, you know, thought process, but we've all got slightly different desires and outcomes. Yeah. Um, but in generally, um, you know, yeah, I do sleep well. <laughs> That's good to hear, isn't it? Yeah. How, Dan, how influential has the, the owner of the football club and the board been in, in, in the entire project? Well, I mean, going back to the beginning, it, um, uh, I, I remember a meeting with the chairman um, with one of the little models, and he said, That's it. You know, and um, and there were people around the table that weren't quite as convinced. <laughs> but, um, you know, he's an incredibly passionate guy and and, um, and, and cares about design. And, and obviously then uh, uh, Mr. Mashuri in the end, you know, came to this while this was kind of initially happening and, and bought into it. And, you know, I was talking about it earlier that none of this could have happened without an incredible commitment from the club. It's... Um, we could have built it in a lot easier places than the dock. Mm -hmm. um, we could have found easier sites. We could have, you know, tried to do something with Goodison that maybe wouldn't have been the best thing for the future of the club. And so everything about it has been bold and visionary and um, none of it happens without that. I think as well, a lot of people that come down to the site, Colin, are very impressed with the, the actual facilities. Mm. You mentioned before about workers' welfare. How, how, much, how much thought and planning and work has gone into making sure that the worker welfare is top draw? An awful lot, even before the contractors you know, come on board. Um, the club has got certain standards that we wanted to make sure were you know, carried, out, carried on with at, at site level. Um, all the way through the you know, procurement process, we would clearly define how we wanted the site conditions to be um, laid out and, and maintained. Um, and, you know, a lot of builders will just turn up and do stuff and you'll end up with a finished product. But for us, it's, a part, it's about the journey as well as making sure that, you know, the people who are working on our site are treated the same way we've tried to treat our own people. Um, completely different industry, but try and apply the same sort of ethos to it. So really an awful lot of uh, thought has gone into just the number of places for welfare facilities, type of food that's been on offer. Um, you know, we've, we've even got 
you know, the guys over there do healthy options, which, you know, traditionally builders just want a bacon butty or fry. <laughs> you know, there's vegan options, you know, the showers, um, you know, everything has been thought about, you know, even just the way that these people are employed is important to us and the conditions that, you know, they are employed under uh, such a high standard that um, there's, there's only one outcome for us and that's look after the people, make sure that they are treated well. That's important to you, Dan, as well, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, again, you don't, I, I think it, it often gets forgotten, but you don't get to this kind of finished product without that culture going all the way mm. through. And um, I will tell you, I've walked a lot of construction sites in 30 years of doing this, and the, the sophistication and professionalism of what's going on there is, I've never seen anything like it. You know, it, it, A lot of the work that's going to get covered up and people will never see looks like finish work. And, um, you know, that's all about the sophistication of this builder and, and the care they're taking and the culture that comes from the club. It, it goes all the way through. And when we're wandering through there, again, you, it, I was really struck by every workman knew exactly what they were doing. And, you know, we're, they're just getting on with it, yeah. building a really beautiful building. Like you say, you've been doing it for 30 years. You also mentioned that we could have found an easier site to build on, <laughs> but Surely. unquestionably, this is going to transform the city of Liverpool, isn't it? Yeah, it, it really is. And I mean, not just from a football fan perspective, but it's going to be uh, a really important landmark building on, on the front door to the city. And um, again, I think it, it, it adds to the culture of the city. I, I think the sort of achievement of it, um, the fact that it's not going to be, you know, feel like it was dropped in from space, that it... It, it does really draw on the on the architecture and the history of the site, and so it was um, again a kind of visionary um, goal, I think, from everybody involved. And, and you know, I'm just really lucky to be a part of it. Thank you to Dan and to Colin for joining us on this special podcast from the Bramley Moor Pub, which is little more than a long throw-in from the new stadium site. Don't forget to keep checking evertonstadium.com and our dedicated stadium social channels for the latest news, blogs, insights, video updates and images as our new home continues to take shape. It's an exciting project that gets more exciting by the day.